0: You can have all the money in your hand, all the possessions anyone can ever have, but it's all worthless treasure. True worth is only measured not by what you got, but what you got in your heart. You can have, you can have. I understand, ain't here to judge, just to take a
1: stand, the greater plan, the creator's plan, let's all rise like the day began, reach out in touch with the savior's hand, on rock we stand like His native land, let the ways of love be the ways of man.
4: feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com.
5: You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have
3: fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here,
0: it makes me want to ah! Can't let this thing come up Get away from you Feel free right now, go to Gonna let you kill it.
2: The host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. As always, you know, I'm here to talk about the things that impact our lives today and in the future. And it's important that we be prepared to deal with all the obstacles uh, that come before us. Today, um, before we really get started, though, I want to just say um, I am pleased about uh, the direction. Uh, That the NBA finals are going in. Uh, I have no doubt that uh, Kerr and uh, Durant and Thompson are going to get the job done. Uh, Things looked ugly yesterday, and so much so ugly that one of my friends called me and suggested that the referees are being paid. Now you know referees call good games sometimes, and they call bad games sometimes. But I just don't understand when when uh, the Cavaliers had a chance to win the game, and they did not win it. Be it because they were inept, or be it because the ball uh wasn't falling when they needed it to fall. Uh, they played the same overtime five minutes that. Um, Uh, The Warriors played, so I'm not sure I understand what is all this backlash related to these referees. Um, The referee didn't take the ball uh, after the rebound and take it so far that you couldn't get a good shot. I mean, um, I just don't understand why people have this issue with blaming these things on the referee when games are won by the people who are supposed to win them. Um, Golden State was supposed to win that game. And they're supposed to win the next one. And they're very well going to steal one of the games in Cleveland. And uh, then they'll they'll come back and uh, finish this thing up. You and I know that uh, the Cavaliers do not have the manpower to withstand the onslaught that is going to happen related to the Golden State beating them this year. So uh, I'm just going on record because, you know, I like to go on record when I do things and say what it is I need to say related to what uh, I believe is going to happen. Uh, I like uh, the kind of players that are on to State teams. Uh, outside of uh, uh, Green, uh, most of them are very talented and and fair. Uh, green is a – well, Green is an ugly brother, boy. I mean, and I'm not mean ugly talking about physical. I mean ugly in terms of how he treats his fellow players. Uh, He just seems to uh, just uh, try to to antagonize them. And so, you know, we have to just recognize that Green is not um, the fairest of players. Uh, He's not one of those ones you are cuddly. uh, He reminds you of Charles Barkley, Barkley. And so that's the way he plays. He's a very aggressive, dominating player, uh, but he does not have a heart when it comes to his fellow uh, players. And so I just want to thank them for the game Uh, yesterday. It was was a game that kept kept you on edge. Uh, I was hoping that they pulled away in the third quarter and just made it easy on themselves, but that wasn't the case. I'm happy for the win. And uh, I look forward to the next game. So all those Cavalier fans out there that uh, are feeling as though they were taken advantage of or mistreated, uh, that's on you. uh, Because I don't believe at all that uh, you were mistreated. You had every opportunity uh, to win the game, and you didn't do what it takes. And so that's uh, my feeling. I really uh, feel a little sympathy for you, but not much. Uh, because uh, you are counting on LeBron James uh, to do it all and bring it it home for you, Uh, but that's not going to happen. We're going to take a short break and come back and continue our conversation, Uh, and it's going to be one of those days where what's on your mind Friday. Uh, So call in and let's just talk about whatever's on your mind. Here it is
0: about that time Let's see Let's go
2: Tune in to the It's A Way Out radio show Hosted by author and motivational speaker Marlon Reed Author of the book The Diary of a Changed Man And lead servant of the ministry Men Do Help Men Marlon is here to help you breathe again Tune in every other Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Call in at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383. Welcome Dee and uh Kathy, uh, to the show. I'm uh, glad to have you here. Uh D, let me ask you a question. Um, uh, did you watch the game last night? No,
1: James, I'm sorry, man. I hadn't I hadn't watched basketball in a long time. The Game entertained to me, but uh no I did not.
2: <laughs> well, um uh, let me uh, Kathy. did you bother to watch the game? Are you there, Cassie?
1: James, I keep up with it a little bit, but I don't, I don't sit down and watch it like I used to. But I do keep up with it. Okay. With the fella. All
2: right, well let me uh-huh. just ask everybody. Uh, 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 Joyce, did you bother to watch the game?
5: I didn't watch the game, but I saw the highlights today on on the news this morning. But no, I didn't get a chance to watch it last night.
2: Well let me just ask you all a question and I, I don't wanna be negative and I don't want I don't wanna hate on anybody. I just I wanna say that I really believe LeBron James is uh the greatest player playing today. I necessarily have questions about saying he is uh better better than Michael Jordan. I have issues with saying that and there are a lot of reasons for that. But I just wanna ask you all uh, if you know, as strong and as big as he is, and as good as he plays, uh, sometimes he just drives me crazy with his antics. Uh, he just doesn't. I'm not sure if he could have withstand the 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 kind of play that the people used to play during Michael Jordan's time. I mean, the little bumps and and, and hits that he takes right now. He seems to go overboard uh, during the game the other day. He got hit in the head, and he must have laid on the floor two or three minutes. And I'm just wondering if, you know, he's a little – I don't want to use the term soft, but I just want to say he, he just doesn't seem – he had 51 points. He dominated the game. Without question, he dominated the game as an individual. But he just seems just um, – you know, he ain't no no magic. He ain't no Isaiah Thomas. He ain't no Michael Jordan. I mean, these are guys who got beat up and just still came right back at you. And so I just have a different uh, idea of who he is and um, how he plays. And seems to me it's a little – maybe just the whole game is a lot softer than it used to be when Detroit and the Knicks were out there scuffling.
5: Well, what I think is that uh, back in those days, you had more than Michael Jordan. You you had Scottie Pippen, and you had he had a whole whole group around him was just as good. And the reason why I think that you say that in the way that you look at him now is because he's he just one person. You only you barely find one or two persons on that team that makes up a team. Now Golden State got an advantage because they got about three or four four of their players, but with with uh. LeBron, what he's dealing with is that that one guy still has concussion protocol, and then the like the guy last night, he should have taken a shot when he he passed it off. You gotta always be aware of what the game is, and you always play to win. Why would you play it to go into overtime? You know that's more hard work on the body, and you just gotta know so that lets you know that his team is not in sync as the way that the other team are so uh, and then when you, you take a, a lick, everybody's dying for him. This guy getting more hits than Michael Jordan could always get away because, you know, he had other guys that he can flesh it off to. to avoid the hit the way. And they roughed and tough him up a lot, but not like they do in LeBron. They, they tend to, these players now, they tend to really uh, play to really cripple you, to really take you literally out of the game. And I think that that has changed a lot in, in basketball.
2: Yeah, it. it uh, you know, I just think that even Steve, um, Steve Stephen Kerr, and, uh, and Thompson, those guys uh, should be happy that the game has changed uh, because I don't think they could have lasted like Isaiah Thompson did uh, back when Detroit was uh, uh, one of those teams that were considered one of the dirtiest teams in the league. Uh, you really had to be physically tough uh, to, to deal with the Lakers and, and Detroit and uh, Boston and the uh, Knicks. I mean, there was just a host of teams that were ready and prepared to beat you up back in the day. Uh, D, what what are your thoughts about that? It just seems like these teams now are, are not as, as tough and as aggressive as they were back in those, those days.
1: Well, Jane, you know, that's exactly my point. Uh, uh back in those days, uh the game was different. Uh in comparison, uh these days, um uh, everybody is 6'5". built uh, built like a freak house. Um and they go up and down the court a lot faster whereas um you can't get a gist of the game. Um um back in back in the days of Lambert and uh Isaiah and and Iverson and and countless others. Um, you know, everybody was a, a smaller statue, but they had they had they was they, they had skills with the ball. They had skills with the game. Uh, you know, these days, uh, the guys are, you know, in in um in, in King James uh case, you know, once you once you argue yourself as being a part of the elite few, uh, then uh, what goes along with that is you don't want to be touched. And then when you are touched you, you have a tendency to whine. And uh so um so yeah the game is different. Uh, you know uh I was back in the days when um uh, basketball was actually basketball for me, uh the girls, the women's basketball is more interesting than what. Sorry.
2: All right. Uh Kathy, are you there? Give me a a second. Give me, give me, give me a second. Okay, okay. Um, I have a friend of mine who, who uh, he he and I go back and forth at it. We don't watch the game together because we we end up in a fight. Uh, but we call and text each other throughout the game, and uh, he really believes that the referees uh, uh, were biased. Uh. And I just tell him that, you know, come on, man. Now you got that conspiracy theory going. Now the referee's cheating. And um, it is amazing to me that, you know, um, Cleveland had an opportunity to win the game a number of different times and were unable to do it. And they allowed uh, the Warriors to stay in the game. And when that overtime happened, the Warriors just took the opportunity to take over the game. And um, they are such that you have to just be constantly aware that the minute they start hitting those three-pointers, uh, it's pretty much going to be over. So, uh, uh, Joyce, in,
5: in, the, uh, in the highlight? Well, uh, I saw in, in the highlight that him and LeBron uh, got at it in the end. They talking trash and pushing on each other and that uh, – that, uh, I didn't like that portion of it, but in the highlight, what they showed is where the, the gentleman had the shot and, uh, uh, he, he indicated that he thought that, uh, the other team was, they were leading uh, something up for in order for him to want to go into overtime. So that's the reason why he passed it off instead of just taking the shot. So, um, it's just a game, game one, uh, and I'm, I'm rooting more or less. I kind of hate to say this because I am from the West, but I, I would like to see I would like to see LeBron James win another championship. That's just how I feel. Thank you.
2: Well, I think before it's all said and done, LeBron will win another one. I don't necessarily believe he'll win one this year, uh, but um, he has the world by the tail. He can honestly just go anywhere he wants to. I have never seen Uh, the player who has the kind of control that he has over the NBA. Um, It's my understanding that he is only uh, signing one-year and two-year contracts because he wants the flexibility to be able to leave and go to another team. And, uh, you know, he brings so much to the table in terms of drawing people into the stadiums are uh, uh, into these arenas uh, that anybody would be glad to have him. I mean, it's just un- unimaginable uh, the kind of uh, kind of entertainment he brings to the table and the constant talk uh, that he creates around the game. Well, so he is doing the game
5: Cleveland. Now. Right, he's supposed to be leaving Cleveland to go to Philadelphia. Until so they heard all this mess about Con Angelo, I guess that's the team it it was where he was putting uh, stuff on on uh Twitter about his own he was dogging his own players so uh he, I guess LeBron was in the midst of going to that team until that took place, and that is really ridiculous for uh us uh manager uh the owner to talk nasty about the players calling themselves, and it was just I guess that's been in the news, but that was the team that they say that LeBron was leaving Cleveland for to go to, but that has immediately changed, so hopefully he'll stay in Cleveland
2: well you well, know change uh, certainly. go ahead uh d
5: yeah,
2: um, uh, you know
1: uh. He he has changed the structure of the game in that respect. Um, you know, when he went to Miami, uh, when he left Cleveland and went to Miami and came back, uh, the fans hated him and this and the other. But uh, yes, he has changed the structure, uh, and I don't much blame him. You know, uh, you know, uh, if you want to catch up with Jordan, him having six rings and the argument and to settle the argument. Uh, you've got to move on uh, to Mm -hmm. where uh, you can be an attribute to somebody else. Now, quite naturally, uh, he can't go to Golden State because uh, that would be a contradiction to to the sport. There would be a monopoly right there. And Mm -hmm. uh, the government might even come in to try to shut that that move down. But, you know, um, he um, he has changed the, the structure of the game. You know, And and the reason I say that, no, I don't blame him. Because, look, uh, Allen Allen Iverson never got a ring. As good as he was, he was stuck there in Philadelphia or wherever he was and never got a ring. And, you know, and that's the thing, the same thing with in football. uh, The the worst team gets the first-round
0: pick.
1: That's asinine because if the team don't uh, draft – strategically and smartly, uh, that first round pick will be stuck there. So, uh no, I don't blame him. I mean, he got three rings. Uh if he wanna uh put a put an end to the argument that he's the greatest uh compared to Kobe and Michael, then why who his knees are still the last thing he just, he might need to move on somewhere else.
2: Well you you are definitely right. One of the things that he's done that shows you that he is not to be controlled or dominated by anybody is that he has moved around. And he's given other people the chance to do the same thing. Durant uh, moved from a good team uh, to a super team. And so all these guys know now that they seemingly have the ability to do what's in their best interest and stand with the same – more children so staying with the same organization – uh, for the long, the length of their career, uh, you one of the things you got to remember is these people don't have, um, you know, they have to do what's in their best interest because these players okay. sometimes do the, get themselves uh, taken advantage of. I can remember, I can't tell you the player's name, but Orlando, we had a player that uh, did real well one year and he could have moved on and got a huge contract uh but he wanted to commit himself to the magic and the next year when he didn't do as well uh they didn't give him that big time long term contract so you you have to be you got to be thinking about what's in your best interest when it comes to this and take the get your money when you can uh because if anything happens you can believe uh they're not going to uh uh pay you money that you can't earn, and so that's that's what's important. And these sports now, you have to be committed and dedicated to yourself, because these these uh these organizations don't have no loyalty when it comes uh, to the fact that you might get hurt, and uh, you know then they, they tell you to move on because uh, you know they're not gonna pay you these millions uh, if they're not guaranteed to you.
5: I think that's the difference between the NFL and the NBA. I think the NBA players have more control, more or less, if they, they, they've taken more ownership. And they're looking at it more as a business uh, uh, leverage, labor, more so than an NFL player. Because uh, when uh, Trump, about the kneeling, that's the first thing LeBron James said that's not going to happen in the NBA. And that's why I'm so glad that he wore that shirt, I Can't Breathe, because that was a dedication to that brother who they were choking to death on the ground in the whole bed, and he was sending a message. So you didn't see them do anything to him, bitch you? So, but with the NFL, no one could have worn anything like that because Trump got them so that they can't even kneel anymore. You know, everybody can't kneel. If not, then you need to get out of the country. That's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, that was an amazing thing for a president to say. Uh, you know, see, I just, I, this man has no restraint or no control level whatsoever. Um, and he would literally get the average African-American or person of color. Uh, you you would be boiling uh, based on the kind of things he's just willing to get himself involved in. Uh, so he doesn't have anything better to do.
1: Well, you know, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't have anything better to do. Uh, uh, it, yeah, it is amazing, He would
0: get involved in anything.
1: I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, yes, he would get involved in anything that would will, that will cause controversy. And so um, I'm going to at that. I meant to tell Jim. I apologize. Go ahead. All right. You
2: know, and. Um, George, I don't know where it's going to stop at. You know, when you say, oh, what what worst thing, and, you know, that used to be some of the worst things a white person could tell an uh, African-American is go back to Africa. You know, what I mean, that was the most uh, uh, insulting thing you could say. Uh, and, and we know exactly where that was directed. Uh, you know, it ain't no sense in us thinking that he was talking about go back to Europe.
5: Yeah, that that is the truth. That but he he've always degraded the uh, minority, particularly the blacks. Yeah, uh, if that shows us to how he thinks and what he thinks about Obama, and that the man he just uh, gave pardon to, the one who called Obama a boy, this is ridiculous. But this is who you got in power. You know, you would never ever president to to give the authority to have them to have millions of people separate from their kids. This is one of the the inhumane societies that is in governing our country that you ever want to see, just to even the thought. Just think of your child going into a grocery store, getting lost. Can you imagine how how terrified you would be? Well, then think about all these women uh, separating from their kids. This is ridiculous, but this is who you got in power. So this guy is inhumane, you know, but this is who we have in power. So not only that, he hates, to me, he hates everybody, but particularly he he hates the minority. What kills me is that you can look and see that he tans because if you look around the white of his eyes, you know what I mean, you see white. But then any other on him, you see orange, and then he looked like his hair is looked like somebody and just peed on it. It's just ridiculous. It just blows my mind to see him hating black so much, but still he's either taking pills or putting lotion or something on his skin to be the color of what we are. That's crazy
2: yeah i I you know I don't know how we as Americans put ourselves considered to be moral when you're willing to take people's children and throw them in jail. Now, to me, uh, if you had a facility uh, that you were going to house these people at, then you should be able to house their children as well. I don't know why it would be in our best interest to separate these children from their parents uh, in, in the fashion that we've done. And I don't know where and in whatever other country been being done in that fashion. And I know that this has been going on. Uh, long enough and look like even our Congress and Senate needs to be uh, in a place where they think they do what is right and do what is humane. And certainly it's not humane to separate mothers from their children uh, in that fashion. I'm sure there are a lot of different other ways that they could do, the, you know, go through these steps that they need to go through. But somehow or another, they have just been, that's, that just has to be the most inhumane thing I've ever seen on uh, Noah. Uh, Kathy, um, let me just ask you, what what do you feel or think about us being in a country that would be so willing to divide their mother from their children?
3: Wow, James. Why are you giving me that question? First of all, let's go back <laughs> To the beginning, I'm, I'm, I'm for, for Cleveland as well. So go LeBron James. I want them to win. I want him to get another ring because everybody um was talking about that. He wouldn't do it. I believe that he's going to do it, even though they lost last night, but I, I'm still cheering them on. And, um, the part about him being delicate. You said he was delicate. I don't believe he's delicate. I believe he's just trying to preserve himself. He has a lot of other things going on, so he has to keep himself, you know, intact. And um, um, I, I totally agree with what Dee was saying about um, about LeBron. It's, it was so much going on. It's so much being said. I wanted to jump in, but I didn't want to jump in on anybody else's comments but now let's go back to what you what you were asking well, me before, well, before, before,
2: we, we got time but before you do that let me just ask you you are in the west how can you be against somebody as nice and clean cut as stephen kerr and uh, you and, know what I, I, he's not
3: clean cut. you know,
2: what? You know, you know what? He, he's I,
3: mischievous too I, I love Steph Curry, but but I'm for LeBron yeah. James, and i like I keep Tell telling him. everybody that keeps saying, oh, you got to go for that team because they're out. no, I don't. That's not the team that I'm going for. I,
0: right.
3: I, I I go for LeBron James. I've been with LeBron James since the beginning, before he uh, left Cleveland, Cleveland, and went to uh, Miami, and then went right. somewhere else. I've been with him all of that time, so I've been riding mm-hmm. with him the whole time. And, um, um, it's um well, is good. right. And Golden State, they, they have built this team to where they think that they're untouchable, but they're not untouchable. Mm-hmm. And I, I That's believe it. that they can be beat by Cleveland and I want to see them do it. So now going back to that other thing about the, the, um, um, America and the, the kids being taken from their their um, parents. And, I mean, that's been going on since the beginning of time, you know, that they have been taking the kids away. So, I mean, nothing has really changed except for the day and the year. You know, they've
5: been doing this. No, these, uh, the number, though, Kathy, it's the number. It, 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 it's triple, uh, quadruple, the numbers right. of, 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 of separation. That's the change, which is crazy. It's just unreal. Right. Right, and then no I wanted capacity. to
0: ask what
3: what you had said about uh Trump and how his his hair is orange, his face <laughs> is what color that's that's what that's that is funny, so uh yeah, you know these things have been going on forever, so it's I mean it's not anything new we just have to again come together as a um a race of people and make the change. I mean we have to stand for what we stand for like back in the days when the um mm-hmm. when the Black Panthers was out they would go up and down the different neighborhoods and make sure that their people were okay, make sure that their people had everything. We we uh turned away from that 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 type of um of uh, community and being together, you know. So we have to go back to that in order to get yeah. back what it is that we're supposed to have. I mean, there's still people out there doing that, you know, in smaller communities, but we have to come together as a unit. You That's know, we have to be great. on one accord to make that change go back because it can go back to the way it was I mean not the way it exactly was, but we can bring
5: back our dollars back to the way that they were, but we have to exactly. want to do it. Tell and you know, Dan you had always asked that what can we do? And I gave that a lot of thought and I just been giving it a lot of thought. I know what we can do because this one guy uh you know who 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 uh uh what is this this guy name that used to be on uh he's white uh on a uh, laugh with uh uh Jamie Foxx and all of that uh, 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 his name is Curry. What's his name? the white white guy. Jim Jim He's Carrey. A now. Jim Carrey. Uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey did it so beautifully. He indicated that he got his backbone and he got where he is on the backbone of blacks and he named those blacks from that show. He indicated that what, what uh, he called Trump out, this was really something he called out, uh, Roseanne, but he said what we can do. He said what we can do uh, as far as that NFL about the nil. And he said that he has no respect for the the, 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 the owners because here they are meeting behind those guys back, treating them like they're slavery and get, uh, abandoning them because the nil, he said that it's all about color. He said, what we can do, what can be done is that you start hitting them. If you start boycotting every one of those uh, uh, people like Nationwide, Avis, whoever, condones them and help them with their commercials on a Sunday, that's who you hit. He said, if you go after them, believe me, change will happen, and that hurts the pocketbook of the owners. You know, and, you know, you come to think about that, I said to myself, oh, that does make sense in a way. What we need to do is find out every every uh, com- corporation that uh, put on advertisement for the NFL and make money on advertisement, we need to buck out them, you know, nationwide. I mean, put it out there on our Twitter. Let us start being strong. Now, if this young man could do it from this high school, could take down this young lady and take her off of her show – and make her go on vacation. I don't know whether or not she's back on the air or whatever, but if this young dude could do that by going after all her her people to, that promoted her show, we can definitely do that too to make a stand. So that's something that I think that we can start uh as our group, uh, and then word of mouth speak volume.
2: Yeah, and I understand what you're saying. I understand that we have to uh get to the point where we let people know exactly what we're thinking and how uh, we feel that we're going to uh, deal with these circumstances. You know, it is uh, it's it's unbelievable uh, that we find ourselves in this situation. Uh, but certainly, we got to fight back and let people know where we stand. We can't allow them to think that we're going to remain quiet as they do show their biases. Uh, we got to make sure we let them know that we're going to uh, uh, t- take our money where we are treated the best. And so, D, we have to become uh, very active in the way that we're going to make things happen.
1: Well, I just want to reiterate that, uh, you know, we always seem to have to go back in the day. Uh, back in the day, uh the clergy and churches were more than available to uh, to spearhead such a drive. Uh, churches right. in the past, uh, they they wanted to be involved in the movement of change and mm-hmm. and 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 equality and doing what's right. Uh, but I got to tell you, uh, they are so silent now. Uh, I, I I don't even know if they really exist anymore. Uh, everybody seems to be interested in the in the, the televis uh, t- televising of their ministry, uh, mm-hmm. and, and in doing so, uh, you can't ruffle any feathers. Yeah, so maybe true. maybe that's what it is. Uh, but you know, um, we need them to get involved because they have a lot of they have the loudest voice. Uh, they have the 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 body. Of the church that would stand behind them. I mean, uh, you know, if you look across the aisle on the other side, they're uh, body behind anything that they say, and they and you know, and they're not very bright, but they stand behind everything that they say, and you know. So I I wish that our pastors would get more involved and and, and show us that they that they are paying attention. Just let us know that you're there, and uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know. So thank you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. Joyce, one of the things is, is that at some point in time, we, got to, uh, we have to be willing to put in the face of that segment of America that continues to want us to go backwards. We need to uh, rectify the fact that somehow they think that uh, we are not due uh, what has been given to us, and actually we, we are due even more. Uh, So we have to make sure that they recognize we're not going to tolerate uh, being treated unfairly uh, when we know that we are needed to be respected for what we accomplish.
5: Well, that's true. I don't know why they feel as though that anything was given. I I don't know of a, a black person who has not earned anything that they that they have, to my knowledge. I, I don't know of anyone that uh, uh, maybe you can say now, uh, Megan, uh, the, she's a princess, but she paid her dues to get where she, she is, and she she's using her platform for what it is that she believes in, women's rights. So, therefore, I don't know of, and she'll tell you about her struggles. so I don't know of anyone, black, female, male, uh, anyone who just have been given carte blanche, everyone that I know that have worked, and earned everything that they that they deserve of color. So uh, they they have the, you thinking that you you want something free or you want a, a a free ride or whatever. But that's just a a mindset. Plant of seed. But you have to know who you are and what your values are to be better than that. And that's what we have to speak about, you know, and show and stand up. And uh, fight for what it is that you believe in, and show them that no, I don't want you to give it to me, but I've earned it. And if I've earned it, you're going to deliver on it.
2: And that's what we are all asking, uh, Kathy, is to be respected. You know, we, you know, nobody's asking for anybody to give us anything uh, free. We need to be respected because uh, we have played a a pivotal role in where America is and uh, that we're not going to tolerate being pushed back to a time when people just routinely disrespected us.
3: I totally agree. We work hard for ourselves just like everybody else. So we need to be respected just like everybody else as well. And when we go into the stores, I want to open up a business. there shouldn't be any questions behind uh, what it is we want to do, because we have the money, so i mean i- th- I think that people need to stop looking at the color of of who's standing in front of them and look at the conversation because or or not even the conversation because some everybody doesn't talk the same way, so that doesn't mean that they're not eligible or capable of owning something or having something. So, I mean, we we need to get um, America to understand that we are a beautiful race of people with all different types of cultures and all different types of ways of talking, and they need to understand and respect that about us.
2: And it won't happen unless we uh, get to the point where we don't let anything slide. You know, they're always asking us, uh, uh, Joyce, you always playing the race card. Well, then the, when it's the card to be played, what's your problem? You know, we are able to see through the smoke screen, and we're not going to just allow them to get away with saying stuff they don't have no business saying. That lady had woke with sleep that night and hadn't said one thing uh, to Rose uh, Roseanne Barr, and just to to il- reiterate, I, how does she even have the nerve to be to be talking about somebody's look? as though she's some beauty queen. I just don't get it. I I mean, certainly I take a, you know, I'm one of those people who take a look at myself before I point a finger at somebody else. And there's some things that I cannot say about other people. Because I, I need to work on it myself. And, Kathy, you know when we talk about, you know, when God says, when you're looking at the splinter in somebody else's eye, you need to be worried about the board and yours. She certainly didn't take that into consideration. You know well,
0: what?
3: I, I, I You know, um, I believe those people are just so, first of all, je- very, very, very jealous. And whatever other word you compare jealousy to, that's them. Hatred is another thing because if you think about it, look at everything that we have, they try to obtain. Every single thing that a black woman has,
0: Tell they it. try hey, to man.
3: obtain it, but they would never ever be able to be us, even though they tried so hard to duplicate mm-hmm. everything that we have. And because they cannot, there's a spirit of hatred that rise up in them that makes them think that they are so much more than us, that they can do anything, that they can say anything and get away with anything. Because if you, if you just sit up, And get on your computer and begin to type something without even rereading it a second and third time. Because I know there have been many times that I've written things and I have to go back and reread it so that I can take some of the stuff out because I know that it's not right. But for her to do that, that is the evil pit of a root. That woman is jealous. And you never know, something may have happened to her when she was younger, you know, and and we just don't know about it. So I I believe that's a part of it, too.
5: Well, her tweet today is that Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama called uh, ABC and told them to get rid of her. That's her tweet today. Now she's claiming Michelle Obama. So I wouldn't doubt it. Called her up and told her to go. That route. this chick is stone stupid and crazy. But this is not our first time calling people uh, uh, an ape. An ape. She called uh, the Rice, who also in 2013 is a member of Obama's cabinet, uh, an ape. Also. So uh, that's how she sees females as being an ape. That's what they call Michelle Obama. So uh, she just told you that the, the the culture of Society now is that they they don't hold back anything; they just blatant, and they because Trump has given them carte blanche because he, it, it, you know leadership start at the top. What is he saying every day? He's putting it out there. He don't care. This guy he doesn't even care about the Constitution of the United States because he's just doing everything that uh, opposite of what it stands for. He pardoned people that you know where you would normally go through channels. He's just doing it because he's showing you what his power is. No one is really calling this guy on anything. And um, jealousy, you got it, Kathy. They are so jealous because I tell you what, if we ever competed with them toe-to-toe, who would come out? We are successful in everything that we do as a as a society, as a culture. We just got it, and they don't have it. And in order for them to get it, they have to kind of wait. She, lie or steal. That's how they get there. But how we get where we are is that we earn it. And that's what they can't understand. And you might mash us down, but like they said, the cream always going to rise to the top. So, you know, whatever that we're going through, you know, blacks have always been survivors. So we shall survive everything that he throws out. But do you think that his people can do that? I don't think so. Because back in 2008, you saw them jumping out of windows. You saw them with suits with signs around their neck begging and everything. You didn't see a lot of blacks doing all of that because we know how to survive. So that's, that's the difference, and that's where we are in this day and age. It's a mindset
3: because even like from the beginning of time, we've always been Survivors. We've always known how to um, just live on small things, or or not a lot, or make something out of nothing. I mean, even if you go back in time and look at the different things that we've invented and how we've been able to conquer, and even in um, with being homeless, how we just you know come up and and just make something out of nothing. That's another mm-hmm. thing. I mean, that's that is, that is an evil spirit. That lies upon most of those, well, some of those people, and um, they just need help. They
2: need help. And and sometimes it is so ridiculous to me to hear them say things that they know not, they know are not true, and they really don't get called on the carpet like they're supposed to. I mean, from our president talking about people were spying on him uh, to this woman talking about. Uh, Michelle uh, called ABC to get up fire. It's though Michelle and Barack ain't got nothing better to do than calling people uh, uh, when they got they, they got the rest of their life to live in happiness and bliss. And I believe they, they ain't paying no attention to them people. They keep trying to drag them into stuff that is not even a part of what they want their lifestyle to be anymore. That's true.
5: I think Trump is trying to draw him out, but uh, they indicated that this fall he will be out in full force and that he's going to feel his roar. But right now he's trying to uh, draw him out and put everything towards Barack illegalness to get rid of this Russia uh, dealing that he have done. This guy needs to be exposed, but, you know, I keep telling Andre, Andre, he's just the devil, and he might get away. But, you know, we got to trust, and we got to believe in God, and I know that he has the final say, so I know that he's in control, and he knows what the beginning is. He knows what the ending is. This is just our struggle that we're going through as a society, and we just have to know how to handle it, and it's all in the plan, so we just have to prepare ourselves, and and we just don't have to wait on God to do everything. We got to help him. You know, he wants us to see the way that we need to go, too, and that is about getting out there, uh, speaking up, uh, teaching our kids to stand up for what they believe in, teaching our kids how to be safe, teaching our kids how to read people, how to read them and take them for what they do for face value. We have to teach our kids how to be able to come home. You know, we got to do all of that. We got to do the work, too. We got to do the work. So this is so good for us in a way because, like Dee had indicated, as someone, we got so relaxed. We were so relaxed. And um, he keeps saying we fail our kids in a way we have. But this is our opportunity to, to fall back and to regroup and teach them the way. Because, to be honest with you, the way that we grew up and uh, teaching and learning, it wasn't so bad, you know what I mean? So we need to go back to our basic, and a lot of that does start in the church. Maybe we should start holding our our, our our ministry accountable. We need to ask them for direction. We want them to get in the pool, pick the direction, to, which way to go. But a lot of a lot of the ministries, particularly here in Arizona, uh, is so diverse, you know, and they're so part of the system themselves. So uh, quite naturally, they can't really speak on on two enough issues because they are part of the problem.
2: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how we get uh, our people to do what it is necessary uh, to keep these people at bay uh, and and understand that we're not going to tolerate them uh, just treating us any kind of way. You know, it it is uh, amazing that we find ourselves in a situation where people are becoming blatant and um, Joyce and 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 Cassie, I haven't I haven't experienced it yet, and I'm not sure how I'm going to respond when I experience it. But um, just seeing it on the TV every day keeps me on guard. Do you find yourself being being on guard, Cassie, waiting for somebody to say something out of place? No, James. You know I told you I
3: don't. I don't, um, I don't look at the news like that because if I look at the news like that, then I begin to get a little offended and upset, you know, and and so it takes me somewhere else. But um, I, I wanted to talk about, just say a little something about what D had said about the churches. I know in our church, when you have an ideal and you want to make, uh, you want the church to make a difference. In the community and with the community, our pastor uh, allows us to start a ministry of some kind to do something like that. Like, say, if uh, we want to help those that have just got out of prison and we want to show, you know, show them the ropes, help them get their driver's license Now, he'll allow us to start the ministry and bring the people in the resource people in so that we can help those people that are, that are uh, incarcerated and just getting out. So I just wanted to say, maybe uh, those ideas that we have, you could take it back to your pastor and maybe he would be willing and open to try something different. If you have a couple of people with you, you know, that, that are willing to do something about whatever that situation is that you feel needs to be addressed at that particular time,
2: well, we definitely have to get together and 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 galvanize ourselves in a way let me let's take a short break and uh we'll come back and continue our conversation.
3: Hello, what happened to James DeShay?
5: I don't know. I don't know, Kathy. Huh.
3: But it's so good to hear your voice. Yours as well, sweet lovely lady.
5: How are you? I'm hanging in there, Kathy. I still need your prayers, so I'm just hanging in there. God is so good. Yes, he is.
3: And you know what? He knows exactly where you is. He knows exactly what's going on, and he know exactly when it's going to turn itself around. But you just got to trust him and believe, and and I know you do. That it's gonna take one day, and it's just gonna be it's gonna be over,
5: and then cause today. That's where I think I'm going. That's where I think I'm almost there. I just feel it. I'm just done. I I feel that I've done everything. So I turned it over to him. Lord, it's in your plan. It's whatever it is that you want to happen, what you want to do. You know, it's just there. I feel so good about that, you know. And I got to that point, you see. And that's where I'm at. That's that's where I'm at. You know, mm-hmm. he prepared me. And, you know, I don't think he brought me this far just to say I'm a failure. You understand that right. by the grace of God,
0: because I just right. want to
5: know. I want to know who 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 your attorneys are, who you've been, you been, I told a G-O-D, your honor. That's
0: right.
5: That's right. I couldn't believe it. couldn't believe it. You know, I'm not, he's a good guy, let me tell you. Yes,
3: yes, he is so worthy, and he's he's going to work it out. I was just sitting doing my devotion, and I was thinking, I was like, you know, he, he just brought back re- to remembrance all the different obstacles that were in my way, all the different things that he did for me in the past, and how whatever I'm facing is, is not too hard for him. And I just think right. I began to weep because you know sometimes we forget uh what what he already brought us through and think that exactly. what we're facing is is too too big for him but nothing is too big for him. And uh, he he also showed me that you know when you're when we were in school and we were taking tests before mm-hmm. we took the test we had to practice You know, we have to practice, we have to study. And so when you're in a test and you don't hear him, you're in the test. The teacher is not going to talk to you and give you no information because you're still taking the test. But once the test is over, he's going to say, okay, put your pen down. Hey, if, man, uh, tell me, girl. <laughs> I'm
5: telling you, don't you know, I'm serious. One thing I, 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 I've learned throughout this whole deal, and it's been five years coming up uh, in October, but uh, June 8th is the drop-dead date. It's the date that th- this is the, the end of, as far as I'm hey, concerned, man. this is it. You, you see what I'm <laughs> saying? That's my date. That God has written that this is it for me, you know. But it's been, but this five years, this journey, I wouldn't trade it in because it has strengthened me. Amen. uh to have faith. Oh Kathy, you don't know. And, you know, I used and, to say, you know, I used to listen to you guys on the radio and then I'm I'm just so weak and I keep telling Andre I'm not there yet, I'm not there. But you know what? You always there whatever the place where you start, wherever it is that you right then and there is your place. Yeah. I, I yes. have grown so yes. much I have yes. depended on him so much, and he mm-hmm. taught me to, how to have character, to know who I am. People will try yes. to demean you and belittle you, but yes. he has showed me you keep your head up and keep my yes. head up towards the sky. Do you understand what I'm
1: saying? Because
3: yes. Yes.
5: I know he can move things when people don't think. He has put words in my mouth. He have put thoughts. He have showed me how to just write stuff down. I don't know, and it just blows my mind once I see it. You understand? And that's nothing but the power of God.
3: Yes, absolutely. Amen. Listen, let
2: me. I don't mean to break you ladies up, and I'm glad you all (laughs) continue. Where you been? We we we've been waiting on you. We've been waiting (laughs) on you. I looked up at my board and I saw I muted myself out. I was listening to y'all, and I
5: In James, That was definitely meant to be I, I'm
2: sitting there talking I don't know why they don't hear me But I'm muted out And they, and they just went on so. <laughs> <laughs> Well y'all went on for a minute I'm sorry Well again let me uh, ask uh, uh, Cassie Cassie what are your final thoughts For today
3: My final thought is that In, in this time And in even Um times going forth, we have to walk by faith and not by sight. And I mean, really break that scripture down. Um, you can close your eyes or, or, or if you with somebody, here's a little simple test. If you with somebody, let them put a rag around your eyes and let them move into a direction and then begin to call your name. And as they call your name, you listen with that voice to, so that you can direct yourself to them. That's walking by faith and not by sight, and that's what the Lord wants us to do in every aspect of our life, even with these situations that we hear with President Donald Trump that we hear with Roseanne and and we see with the police officers, we got to still walk by faith that God is going to keep us, amen, and keep our children and the people that are around us. We got to still believe and trust and know that God is still on the throne regardless of what's going on and how the enemy is running rapid. We got to believe that God is in control, and he can change it in a twinkling of an eye. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. All
5: right.
2: Uh, Joyce, your final thought?
5: Well said. That's the only thing I got to say. Amen, Kathy. I'm I'm in agreement with everything that you said, and that is the truth.
2: All right. Well, we'll be back again uh, tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern time on Thoughts, Love, and Reflection. Call in at 657-383-0309 where your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. It is important that we be a part of a movement that can't be stopped, that we recognize that we have to make people understand that we're not going to tolerate the kinds of things that will take us in the wrong direction. Take care, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Father, help your children. the road, Mm -hmm. and them to love one another, that heaven might find a place in their heart, Down. and I know He lives forever, ah, in my heart, we've got to walk on, walk on through Temptation. His love and His wisdom will be our open hand. I know the truth and His word will be our salvation. Lift up our hearts to be thankful we